Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Jeremy Montero, welcome to Weekend Hi, Mornings. Hi, how are you guys doing? We're doing great, thank you. Uh-huh. I was I was just trying to cue up some music from you, and, and it didn't cue for some reason, but we've got the real thing in person. That's even better, don't we? <laughs> yes, and before you say anything, Jeremy, I, so, I, must, yeah. I must jump yeah. in and say to our listeners, if you have access to social media, a laptop, a phone, Put on Facebook Live now because Jeremy is in the flesh, in the studio, sitting in front of his keyboard. Well, not in the flesh. He's clothed, so he does have that glove <laughs> And wearing a darn fine hat, too, I must add. A darn fine hat. Jeremy, your new album, Live at No Black Tie, Kuala Lumpur, hit number one in the charts, uh, in the iTunes charts in Singapore this past week, uh, number four in the jazz charts. Congratulations. That's huge. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> really glad that people are, are downloading the record rather than just streaming it. You know. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. Tell us about the album. Well, uh, I recorded this with two wonderful musicians, uh, Jay Anderson, uh, who is one of the most eminent bass players in the world. Played with Carmen McRae, Joe Sample, and also Louis Nash, the most recorded drummer in jazz history, uh, at the club in Kuala Lumpur called No Black Tie two years ago. So, you know, we've, uh, my, my friend Sunil and I have been mixing it and getting it right. And finally, we released it uh, on New Year's Day this year. Nice. And yeah. is, that, is that your home studio, Jeremy? Well, yeah, it's a, a part of my studio. It's very cramped. So this is the organ section, right? <laughs> Where I have my uh, Viscount Legend organ, which is uh, known as a clone wheel. It's not a Hammond, but as you can see, it has all the draw bars and behaves just like a Hammond. Like a Hammond, what, the Hammond B3 or one of those, the classic? Yeah, yeah, the B3, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the one that all the great jazz musicians use over the decades. And, and I'm looking at that power strip that's just behind you and hoping that you have a fire, <laughs> a fire extinguisher nearby. <laughs> it looks like my house. You know, you get so many things plugged in, computers and printers and everything else. <laughs> you sound like my, sound like my wife. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mean to do that. Especially when you get your electricity bill. Jeremy, we're going to hear a bit of your music in just a minute. But before we get started on that, you know, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the music scene now across Singapore. Um, Of course, we're in phase three. Now we can get larger groups of people together in this new year. And and some things are going to start to change, are they not? What are you what are you hearing from your uh, your friends who are musicians and club owners and, and people? What's the mood like and what are people planning for in 2021? Well, you know, people are really looking forward to going back to uh, being at live concerts and uh, and also hoping that music will return to, to jazz bars and other bars. Uh, but, you know, right now, you know, we're moving slowly. As you know, uh, there are concerts. I'm doing a concert on January 22nd at the Capitol Theatre, and that's going to have 250 people. And 250 people and less, you don't need to do a COVID test. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you know, we've also had people like Char... Uh, Charlie Lim doing a concert at uh, at, at MBS uh, a few couple of weeks ago, and it was more than two fifty. So I think they had to do the PCR test just to be safe. Hmm. Clubs not yet. I'm not sure when that's going to happen. Everyone's waiting. I mean, a lot of musicians like myself, quite a few have adapted doing live streams, doing paid live streams, getting gigs online, and so on and so forth. Teaching online that's a big thing that's happened. Hmm. Uh, really, mushroom, which is great because some people are actually be able, are now able to make a living from teaching online. Uh, but still, uh, on the whole, you know, we're not sure when we're going to return to more normalcy and whether it, 
it ever will be the same again pre-COVID. Wow. And just to go back a little bit, you mentioned your show coming up. Are there tickets still available for that or is it sold out or what's the status? No, I, there's still, I think my last count, there about 80 tickets out of the 250 still available on Cystic. So, you know, hope people will go on, you know. Of course, we're still continuing our live, our, our online shows. And I have another big online show with the Jazz Association on the 24th of January called Taking Flight. With footage from our concerts all over the world in the UK and China and so on. And some fresh new tracks by the Youth Orchestra Jazz Hill. So that's another thing to look forward to. Uh, but it's online. That's online. Jeremy, I have to say, I know I haven't listened to every musician in the world, obviously, in the past year. But I have to say, you undoubtedly have to be in the top 10% of musicians who have spent the most time playing music online over the past year. You had your, your Sunday evening program for a while, and you've, you've done all kinds of, of online concerts. Um, how, is that, how has that experience been for you? Because sometimes you're performing solo sometimes you're bringing in musicians from other locations and you're doing it kind of in a coordinated way uh, what has that been like for you to, uh, in a very untraditional environment well when i first started out it was very unprofessional really homespun it was horrible actually and i look back and go oh no what did i do you know <laughs> but you no know, we did some really nice ones like the international jazz unesco international jazz day facebook page hosted both my 60th birthday concert and that got like 210,000 views and also the Jazz Association's uh, uh, International Jazz Day show, which got more than 100,000 views, which puts us actually among the top viewed pure jazz shows in the world this year wow. on the International Jazz Day site. And what do, you, what do you put that down to, Jeremy? Apart from the obvious, you're an exceptionally talented performer. Does it show again that there is a deep appreciation for jazz in Singapore? Yes, I believe so. I mean, uh, we've been uh, really lucky. We've got the support of the straight signs that allows, you know, their online uh, viewers to actually watch us in the tens of thousands. And that really has built our audience online as well, you know. So uh, 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 it's been really wonderful uh, and to grow and to do this. I mean, I can't wait to go back to playing live, and I will. But I think that this live stream platform uh, is going gonna, is gonna to get just more and more sophisticated and uh, 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 it's here to stay. And there usually will be hybrid shows right now. My 20... 2nd January uh, concert is not being live streamed uh, uh, because the, the promoter wants people to come out and believes in live shows more than live streaming. But, mm. uh, you know, I think from now on, uh, for example, my March 20th concert over at the Esplanade is going to be uh, hybrid. People in the audience and people buying tickets to watch the show. Wonderful. Hey, Jeremy, have a quick listen. Uh, Mount Olive is one of the tracks on your new uh on your new album. I'm going to just bring up the music for just a, a minute or so here. Let's listen to it. Yeah, that's a fantastic sounding track. Now, is that is that one of the main uh, tracks that... that, uh, that you want to highlight uh, on this new album, Jeremy? Yeah, it's a it's a, a track I recorded previously, but in a completely different groove, in a funk groove with an album that I have on the Verve label. But I wanted to do it in the original intention that I had for the song, which is in a kind of like a conga swing groove, and I haven't done that since I re first recorded the song. So it's a kind of a uh, a, a, a new, an old thing that no one has heard. So. Mm. <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. More fun. Yeah. And yeah. and what are, tell tell us about some of the other songs. What are some of your favorites that uh, that you have on this album? And maybe you want to maybe you want to play a few bars of one of them for us right now. Well, before you do, before you do, Jeremy, well, if I could just jump in because we have a lot of comments oh, coming right. in about your good self. Sure, sure, sure. So let me just give you some of these yeah. comments first. Pin Pin Cheer says, "Great, we're getting some live music, so no pressure there, Jeremy. They're waiting." <laughs> <laughs> Mike Ung says, uh, "Mike Ung says, I have two CDs of uh, Jeremy's music, which is wonderful." Uh, another poster has just put up and said uh, she actually prefers the hybrid concerts which is something that's developed in the last year or so Mm -hmm. this idea that you can watch either in person or live so you have an audience out there jeremy which must be very gratifying wonderful (laughs) certainly yeah yeah i'm very happy about that Okay, so for Pin Pin Chair and all our listeners and viewers, Juniper Two and others, yeah, why don't you play a few bars of something? What What would you like to play for? Okay, us? I'm going to play. I'm going to play uh, 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 one pass of my brand new song called Boogaloo Hullabaloo. Ah, <laughs> great. Basically, it's my way of saying goodbye to 2020 and all that hullabaloo that seems to have extended into 2021. But still, I think this song uh, hopefully eventually will chase. Uh, all the 2020 blues away, including COVID and everything. So here's a little bit of Boogaloo, Hullabaloo, okay? All right. Wonderful. Thanks, Jerry. Boogaloo, hullabaloo. Okay, came across okay. <laughs> yeah, the sound wasn't great, to be honest with you, but I think people get an idea, and we'll, we'll get them to get online and, yeah. and get the album from you uh, uh, on <laughs> iTunes or on Spotify or one of those. But uh, oh, yeah. that's fun. That's fun, Jeremy. And Thanks. you know, it's it's quite a, I think, quite a challenge to to drop a new album at a time like this, is it not? Did you were you maybe a little bit leery of of actually putting out a new album at this moment in time? Well, you know, I, I normally put out at least one record a year and I didn't actually put any new record out in um, in 2020. I was meant to release two, actually. Hmm. So uh, so the first of the two I released on New Year's Day, so a day uh, past my normal schedule of recording to uh, releasing one record a year. And then I have an, another one coming out uh, uh, in a few uh, months, uh, Vocal, my first full vocal album, which will be out as well. And actually, we, I was involved in producing a, a, a record by the Jazz Association Singapore Orchestra Musicians, which called Two's Company, and that also made the charts. Actually, hovered in the charts uh, right in the middle for a couple of weeks. It's called Two's Company, and uh, featuring not just myself, but a lot of great uh, musicians from the Singapore music scene. Uh, uh, and, and I'm really, really proud of that album as well. 
Well, Sky Lee is uh, giving Sky Lee is giving you applause. Pin Pin Cheer is also saying well done. So uh, some nice feedback from our listeners, which is great. And also, Jeremy, you know this idea of dropping an album. So you're now in the category with Paul McCartney and Taylor Swift and Beyonce. You know these guys just drop their albums, don't they? You know this is the thing now. You can't have six months build up and a big PR campaign. They just drop it. Yeah. So what does it feel like, Jeremy, to be in the category of Taylor Swift and Beyonce? Well, I I think I have more records than Taylor Swift. I have forty five <laughs> albums. Wow! <laughs> so, you know, it's it's a uh, okay, Taylor Swift is great. She's a multi multi million seller, and uh, actually, I will release this album in the U.S. in May in a full full on PR cap- uh, campaign uh, for this album live at the No Black Tie in Kuala Lumpur, and uh, I, I've got a team of three PR publicists ready to just make it be told, just completely be heard across North America from May. To July, so I'm looking forward to that bump that you'll have in in listenership and sales all over the world. Because you know, if you're on the top of the charts in the US, if I, which is what I hope will happen, wow. uh, everyone hears you all over the world. Yeah. And one reason, you know, one reason I asked the question about about releasing the album now is, you know, typically, like you say, you have PR people and marketing people helping you, but it's it is almost always followed by by concerts, right? By in-person yeah. uh, appearances at wherever, wherever, right? Either here in Singapore or around the world. So without being able to do that in person, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, what what kind of response you get. Now, of course, you're at num- you hit number one in Singapore this past week, which is great. Uh, but from that perspective, are you going to miss the in-person live ability to promote the album? Absolutely. Actually, I've postponed a tour with Jay and uh, Louis twice already uh, uh, because we were meant to release the album in the early last year and then toured the album, right? So we still have a tentative dates in July to tour China and parts of Southeast Asia. Uh, and I don't know whether that's going to happen. You know, it may be postponed again. But uh, I think, uh, you know, just the... The fact that it's heard on radio uh, all across North America, and, uh, and 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 thank you so much for having me on and allowing me to share my music with your listeners. But I think that's what really is going to get the album successful because we don't have, we can't go and we can't tour the record. No, time. but yeah, but you know, yeah. but yeah. what what you can do is you you can send your music overseas, and you really are one of Singapore's great artistic exports. I mean, Singaporeans should be shouting from the rooftops in gratitude, in my humble opinion, that you really have taken Singapore in music around the world. You mentioned there 45 albums, did you say? Was it 45? This Four- is my 45th, yes. 45 yeah. albums. This one is about to go nationwide across North America. How do you feel about that, that you are such a wonderful music ambassador for Singapore? Well, first of all, I think I have to concentrate on just trying to make great music. And my first primary focus is really, you know, make sure the album is what I want it to be. And then after that, I, I have to work it. A lot of people don't mm. do the second part of working it. Correct. Talking to, coming on radio and talking to you, uh, you know, getting it out there and speaking, doing interviews. Of, you know, the album's going to be sent to 350 publications in America, for example. Uh, people don't do this effort and wonder why they don't have any uh, listenership. Or So I think that's very important to do. Uh, you know, I'm very grateful for my Singapore listeners. I mean, I, I mean, I just turned 60 in 2020. And I have to say, I feel very loved by my Singapore listeners and the Singapore jazz crowd. 
So I have nothing to complain about. Wonderful. Did, did, he, did he turn 60? He never I, said. I think he, th- I think he turned 60 twice or three yeah. times, I think, uh, based yeah. on the number of parties you were I at. said earlier, you had more parties, more birthday parties than Elton John. 16, 16, you're allowed to celebrate for one year, you know. So oh. I was celebrating uh, 60 with my dad's association gala on March 14th. Another excuse to, 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 to party. So I hope people will come and join us for that as well. Well, Jeremy, just listen to this, right? This is just a small sample of how appreciated you are. We're getting more comments for your segment <laughs> mm. than possibly any other. LL Tana said, lovely music, Jeremy. You deserve the top listing. Something made me lie, laugh. Mike Ung mm. said, Jeremy is better than Taylor Smith. Clearly a typo there, Taylor Smith. <laughs> so Sky Lee has fantastically yeah, followed up. Her. Well, Sky Lee has a great follow-up. Sky Lee says, Taylor Smith, he makes great cardigans. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually have a question. We have a good question. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'll keep going. Mike Ung says, Jeremy is world class. Right, right. Pin says, SG Jazz Dad equals Jeremy. You are the dad <laughs> of Singapore jazz. Luckily, she never said granddad. That she said dad. But, uh, <laughs> but actually, Pinpin had a good yeah. question too, uh, uh, Jeremy, and that was what websites uh, should people go to to look for jazz programs? Do you have any good programs, you know, uh, sites where they kind of bring together different programs that people might uh, listen to? Well, some good friends of mine in the UK have started a, a service called Jazz, J-A-Z-Z-E-D.com. Uh, uh, and then, of course, there's Jazz FM also from the UK. And uh, WBGO uh, in the US, in my opinion, is the best uh, uh, jazz station to listen to because it is true jazz. They're not trying to please the curious. They just play the straight, swinging, mainstream jazz, uh, WBGO in the US. Uh, these are the three that I would recommend you to go, go check out. Uh, WDCB is also good in uh, in the Chicago area. WDCB, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and, and that's a, that's another good jazz station. I mean, there are many many in the yeah. U.S. That, yeah, that yeah. Listen to, but uh, uh, I'm sure they're all streaming online as well. Hey, Jeremy, we're gonna we're gonna close out the segment now. But thank you so much for being with us. Your new album, of course, available now. Uh, it, it is called Live at No Black Tie Kuala Lumpur. They can get it on Spotify. Where else can they get it? Well, the best is to download it, and the easiest is go to tinyurl.com slash jeremyalbum2021. Wonderful stuff. And I just want to thank you again. Yeah. I think you're a wonderful ambassador for Singapore. And also to thank make you. sure we have you back on the show in a few weeks to celebrate your 60th birthday again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you very much, you guys. Thanks and for having me on. Thanks, Jeremy. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.